We've got a man who I respect highly. I've loved talking to him in the past. Dr. Emmanuel Taban, pulmonologist, author of the book, The The Boy Who Never Gave Up, and director and partner at the Lung Institute. Dr. Taban Emmanuel, as always, a real pleasure to chat to you. Thank you, Michelle Constant. It's really a pleasure talking to you, and also thank you to the listeners. So this is a slightly off-kilter conversation that we are having with you. I mean, I'm sure you were surprised when our team contacted you and said, yes, this is what we would like you to um, consider and think about. Well, I think it was very interesting because I actually really don't watch uh, so much. And when I got the message, I said, God, what's Michelle up to? So I actually <laughs> then immediately I called my wife and said, please, do you have so much? I said, no, she actually disabled our account, but she can be able to, she, she can watch it. So I went and watched the episode and it was really quite very dramatic. It just reminded me of the period of the pandemic. It wasn't really different because you look at the fear, the the... You know, you look at everything. I mean, the fungal infection, everything was just unknown. And, yeah, it, I think for me it was a fascinating kind of drama. And I think probably also uh, maybe in looking at the future, a lot of these things are possible. You never know, eh? So that's my question to you is when we look at a fungus in relation to humans, how often do we see that happening? In fact, one of our listeners just sent in a message, a Pumzile, saying, Morning, Mish. Thanks for the great show. I can't wait to hear about the fungus because as we speak, I'm in pains owing to an ear fungal infection. What's that all about? Yeah, look, I think fungus has really been the biggest problem for us. I think currently, if you look in South Africa, in our ICUs, we've been struggling with a fungal infection and sepsis. And the, the mortality of fungus tends to be higher as compared to bacteria. And most of the fungus, of course, tend to happen in people with low immune system. People with either HIV, people either with on steroid, people with autoimmune disease, or people with, uh, that got bone transplant or cancer, and or those who are on dialysis. And they can be very difficult to treat. And if I remember, for the last 20, 30 years, there are quite new uh, fungal infections that got discovered, and that now wrecking havoc for, for human, obviously, in current ICU. And also during our treatment of COVID patients, there are a lot of fungal infections that actually most patients have succumbed to fungal infections than anything else. So fungus is really a bigger problem as a, in, in medical uh, field, unfortunately. So uh, there's a fungal, I don't know if it's a fungal infection, but there's an infection that can, um, that just eats away at your skin. Is that a fungal infection? It's a fungal. So we have it, we call it mycomycosis. Yeah. And what happened, that can actually affect your skin and then your skin turns black. Or sometimes in your nose, then you find that your nose is actually completely blocked off completely with the mask like or kidney and that. Yeah, so it's mycomycosis, something called come closer to what was on the <laughs> on the series. So so in the series, the, the as as I say, the premise is based on and they set it up right at the beginning of the series, so I can uh, t- to say that without spoiling, you know, anything. But they set up the premise that um with climate change, we could see, we do see in the series, a shift and suddenly a fungus that was infecting insects or animals or whatever then um, mutates to humans, much like we, we understood with COVID, um, yeah. zootropic in a way, and that then it could then pass from human to human. Could this really happen? I think, I think it will happen, of course, you know, because, I mean, human animals were interdependent on each other. And most of the time, there's a cross-transmission uh, cross of the infection between human and animal. 
So it's not nothing new. I mean, COVID is one of the perfect, uh, perfect example of, of that. And, and of course, I think as a human, we always have to watch out because, I mean, the real that we don't know what happens tomorrow, but we know what happens today. So we always have to be vigilant about it. And I think from this kind of program, it tells you that, you know, we always have to watch out. But we're not saying it's going to be specifically like this kind of fungal infection. This is quite more dramatic, but could be something that actually could be like covered. But the nice thing about that, they prone the fungus, but they tend to, to obviously, when they spread, they tend to spread with the, with the spores like wind. And that's probably what will become why everything fungus will be the next thing. Because obviously, if it's in the air, and most of the time can affect as many humans as possible and can stay quite longer also. And that's for me will be a problem of, of, the, of the future, obviously. So, so you, the, the implication is that um, whilst it's a completely science fiction-y story, um, uh, speculative and science fiction, potentially this is something that could happen. Yes, I, th- I think a potential will happen. But as I say, not in dramatic fashion like this. <laughs> but but yes, but we already we already have a lot of incident already of new fungus. I mean, as, as I say, the last fungus that was fungal orus, which was uh, was picked up in 2002 in in Japan, and now it's all over ICU across the globe. That that actually most patients have succumbed to it with high mortality rate. Okay, but obviously the rate of spread is not in the same. At up to this moment, most okay. I need to. Really... I'm going to pause you for a moment. I need to go to a break, but I want to come back to this. Thanks a lot. At SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. We're chatting to Dr. Emmanuel Taban. We're looking at science fiction and we're trying to understand, as they say, the magic of today becomes the science of tomorrow. And we've seen that in so many different spaces where uh, science fiction writers have uh, come up with an idea. They've then promoted the idea, be it in a TV series or in a book or whatever. And the next thing we really start to see it happen. And COVID-19 was uh, the exact example of it. On the line is Dr. Emmanuel Taban, who's a pulmonologist. He's also an author of the fantastic book, The Boy Who Never Gave Up. He's a director and partner at the Lung Institute. Dr. Taban, you were saying that um, in Japan they have had an issue uh, or had an issue with a fungus which um, was where a lot of people died. Is it a case that, that, that it, it's, it's an infection which then passes from human to human? Does that happen? Yeah, well, well, the issue that I think they're, they're currently, well, most of the fungus infection that we have all get transferred from human to human. And most of the time, I mean, you, as I say, in most ICUs, you're having fungus infection when you have an outbreak on patients that are ventilated. Then you're having multiple patients actually getting them. And, and most of the time, it's difficult to treat. They don't present with acute infection as like bacteria infection. They tend to, they, they can't, the mother symptoms tend to be insiders, but the mortality tend to be very high. Yeah. And then, of course, pass from human to human, yes. But initially, of course, I think probably start from the animals or other, other, other creatures. You talk about other creatures, and I do have to ask this. We have seen uh, the fungus that pops out of the head of ants. Um, <laughs> and it's real. I mean, we've seen it on David Attenborough's show, and um, we've seen videos of it. Is there any chance that that could, if climate change had to shift and change, if things had to change, if the world shifted, given what we saw with COVID, is there a chance that that could happen to humans? <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle, it's a difficult question. But uh, you know what? As I say, a lot of things are possible. I mean, COVID was possible, isn't it? Who has thought that COVID could have uh, like, shut everybody down? 
So the reality is that they're probably not in that dramatic fashion, as I say, but I mean, that was a bit over-dramatized. But I know that what I could relate to mycomycosis that can poverty or when infected your nose can actually destroy all your nose and also affect your brain and also, but it's very rare in the brain. But again, as you said, most, most, uh, most of the fungal can mutate, can change their genetic materials, their virulency, and they can present differently. That's something that we don't know. But obviously, the time will tell. But the way that we have to watch out as humans, and we have to be very careful. So, uh, Dr. Taban, we've got uh, Batong on the line. Batong, thanks so much for joining us. Morning, 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 Michelle. So much. Um, so, so, so happy to be here. Batong? Can you hear me? Yeah, Hello? we can hear you not loud and clear. Morning, morning, Michelle. Morning to you, listeners. Yeah. What's up? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm fantastic. I hope you listen to all of Oh, Batang, hold on for a second. My apologies. I thought that um, when I read this, I thought that you were one of our um, our listeners commenting on the 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 zombie zombie funguses. But uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. So let me leave Dr. Emmanuel Taban because I see that we do have Batang on the line right now. Dr. Taban, as always. Thanks for being a good sport and thanks for taking us into a space that is really very fascinating. Thank you, Michelle, and I hope (laughs) the fungal doesn't fall up in our brain. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs)